Welcome to another episode of Optimism Now, where we talk about business and uh, health and life and managing uh, them collectively. Uh, we have with us today, uh, I've been fortunate enough uh, to come across another friend of mine who is uh, uh, Lomax R. Campbell, brother Lomax R. Campbell, uh, serial entrepreneur, a uh, longtime Rochester resident, uh, and a business leader. Uh, so we, we're going to be, you know, working on uh, discussing, uh, you know, entrepreneurism. It's a difficult thing. It's not for the faint of heart, right? So uh, if you will, uh, you know, shameless plug time if you like, uh, but share with us, uh, why why did you want to be an entrepreneur? Sure, sure, sure. First off, Uja, which means greetings and blessings, family, blessings, blessings uh, from the Most High. Entrepreneurship, um, it's a big topic for me because I was probably 14 when I first decided I wanted to own something rather than always work for people who owned it, okay. right? Um, I started doing summer jobs between 14 and 17 and realized I don't like the idea of working for somebody that I'm smarter than. And I don't like the idea of having a bunch of ideas that I can never realize because others who I worked for didn't see the vision or possibility of um, making them go from dream to reality. Okay. Um, for those who don't know what an entrepreneur is, an entrepreneur is a calculated risk taker. The emphasis is on calculated, right? You, you can't know everything, but that which you can find out or that which you can know you mull it over and you ask yourself, is this idea, is this opportunity, is this problem or challenge compelling enough, but also feasible enough to be addressed or pursued? And so you begin, hit the lab and start thinking through what relationships do you need? Right. Um, what right. kind of impact can this have if you're successful? Absolutely. And so that stuff is exciting, especially, <laughs> especially if, you're a problem, if you're a problem seeker. Okay. This is exciting. If you're a problem solver. It's exciting. But if you're a person that wants somebody to tell you, you know, when to get on first base and, you know, what, what, what to do, what, what play to call, you probably need to be a worker. I mean, just to keep it funky. So you mentioned you identified being a, a problem seeker, a problem solver. Absolutely. Uh, what do you believe uh, have been some challenges with being an entrepreneur? Well, some of the common um, well-known challenges or obstacles to be an entrepreneur is that a lot of times creatives, um, people who like to own stuff, sometimes do it for the sake of doing it. And so a lot of times we try to do too many things or it's the thrill of beginning something. Mm -hmm. And so trying to hone what it is you're actually doing, who cares about it, how you're going to operationalize it, how does it generate value or revenue, um, just taking time to focus. So focus is one of the biggest hurdles in the it's beginning. A it's a big hurdle. I can't tell you. I, I've owned now five businesses um, since I was 19. Um, the first being Third Eye Photography. And the current, ones, the, the, the current ones being um, Ballet Africana Dance Prep Academy and Black-Owned Business Rochester, which is a database um, portal website for um, black businesses, nonprofits, etc. Um, 
I can't tell you how many times I've either had clients when I was doing the photo work or the future, earlier management marketing consulting work where someone say, I want to start a barbershop, but in the back I want to have an arcade. And then over here, I want to sell sneakers. And at the same time, I'm going to flip houses. And it's like, but it's just you and one other person. Right. And you are a scarce resource right. with scarce resources. Right, exactly. Yeah. And if for nothing else, not only would you burn out, which gets to the health piece, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, but you're going to confuse the people you serve about what to think of you for. You're going to confuse people about what you actually offer. Do you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. And so it's hard for us to support you when we don't know what to support or when we feel like you're trying to get in our pockets for everything. So there's a relationship thing that's challenged or constrained when you confuse the market or when you're not clear about what you're doing. Another common challenge is resources, the actual financial resources. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and there's a switch that has to be turned on. It's not quite an on-off switch. It's a dimmer switch where a lot of people work in their business and not on their business. So if you're a seamstress or a tailor or if you're a culinarian who can chef it up in the kitchen, it's one thing that you've chosen the menu, you've documented all your recipes, but not on paper fully, like they're kind of written on things, little scraps and whatever. Um, it's another thing that you've hired your team, but it's not good for that knowledge to only stay in your head or in notes where only you really understand it. At some point, you have to train your replacement. At some point, you need to build relationships where you trust people enough so that the other people can be your daytime or nighttime supervisor. The other people, your apprentices, can actually build the product so that if you're ever sick, there's continuity, right? Right. So that if you ever had the opportunity to scale, let's say your, your idea catches, because it's really you doing everything, you're not in a position to serve the demand that comes in. That you've created. That you've created. <laughs> right, right. The demand that you've Whether created. it was on purpose, strategically, or inadvertently at no fault of your own. It happened, though. Because it does happen. It and so you don't want to lose credibility mm. with who you serve, who supports you in serving them, or whose supply chain you're part of. No, you're absolutely correct. Uh, so, health. You mentioned burnout. Burnout. Right? Uh, we get tired. Being an entrepreneur is exhausting. Mm. <laughs> okay? It's very exhausting. There are only so many hours in a day. Right? You eat, sleep, and dream this stuff. Right? How do you believe... Uh, uh, health and business or being in being in having good health plays a role in an entrepreneur being successful let me just say one of my good brothers um <laughs> lee goes by lucky <laughs> yeah. that brother there easy work i shout out easy work fitness he always says that health is wealth and that movement is medicine. Absolutely. I credit that to him because that's <laughs> something he taught me. And I will say we live in a society and in the times where the culture of America, urban culture, black culture, rap culture, uses terms like I'll sleep when I'm dead. I got to get it right. or die trying. I got, you know, right. 
Get you. Rich or Die Trying. Remember that was 50 Cent. Um, and so a lot of people buy into the, to the philosophy of if you're resting, that means you're lazy. They, they associate taking breaks, being healthy, dealing with the soft stuff as, 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 as a mess up. And once upon a time, I subscribed to that. You know, earlier in my, my um, entrepreneurial um, life, I remember logging one time 125 hours in one week, <laughs> literally. And I was sleeping in the conference room at this incubator that I was working out of um, over the course of a weekend to get projects pushed out for clients. And I vowed I'll take a vacation when I earn it. The problem is, as I said earlier, is if you get sick and you're a service-based business, you can't provide that service, right. right? And I mentioned earlier about being resource constrained. There's a lot of things we don't put in place, like health insurance when you're an entrepreneur, right. right? And so you're doing this to your own detriment when your view of the world, your philosophy is not right. So later on, it was my very philosophy, this concept of ma'at, balance. Mm-hmm. Work-life balance is a big thing in the Employment. academic side of looking at management. And when I began to really understand the value of that balance, it's actually an asset. Absolutely. And so taking breaks allows you to have more energy to go and do more work, to go have more of an impact in people's lives, to go and free up time because you were more efficient. So now you can go and read to those third graders at least once or twice a week because you're not always in the business. You're on the business. And so for me, how I've been able to, over the last three years... Um, particularly, I'm, I'm emphasizing the last three years because this has been the time where I've been working on a doctorate degree, um, growing these businesses while maintaining a full-time career at the time at our local community college. And so what's got me through or what's helped me survive those last three years and even begin to thrive in many senses is that I do yoga. Part of one of our businesses, <laughs> Valley Africana, it doesn't just teach African dance, jazz, tap, and modern, and do some other educational things with reading and and math, we actually teach an African-based form of yoga called comedic yoga. And I got certified back in July 2016. Generally, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I've been teaching. And when you have people relying on you, you have to show up and do it. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, you have to be prepared. And so in order to be conditioned and prepared to teach my class, I have to be a good student of my own practice. And what that's given me is the ability to focus, the ability to manage or Mm de-stress, the ability to coach people that work with me in various capacities. And that focus has allowed me to have deeper insights when I've made decisions either on writing papers or solving problems in the workplace or with the businesses. So your health, taking care of yourself physically and mentally, emotionally. Absolutely. Has and financially, financially, uh, has given you the ability to make more focused decisions. Absolutely, absolutely. Because the, the the reality is, is that every day we tax ourselves. Every single day. Any walking. I'm not. I don't want to get too, you know, um, esoteric or too like abstract. But just walking. You're literally weighing down, gravity weighs down the body. Right. And at the end of a day, you ever walk for a day? Yes. You're exhausted. Exhausted. <laughs> so literally, things like eating and sleeping helps you alleviate the burden of walking every day. Right. 
Right. Every day. So when you add to that thinking, when you add to that physical blue collar labor, when you add to that service based entrepreneurial business model, you're being physically, emotionally and mentally taxed in ways that most average people are not. You have to get that up off of you, just like you wash your body every day to get the funk up off you. And that's what keeps you going. Absolutely. So uh, uh, one final question for you. Uh, Good, sir. Is there anything that uh, you believe uh, you would like to share with our audience about entrepreneurship? Absolutely. The first thing is, if you are an entrepreneur, ask yourself, where am I going or where am I intending to go over the next three years? And what am I willing to do to get there? Who am I bringing with me or who do I need to have as a part of my team to make it happen. Ask yourself, why am I doing this to begin with? Because the why is the motivation to keep you going, even when you lost the steam or energy or the interest really in going any further. If you're thinking about going into business, thinking about starting a business, my question again is why? The why factor matters. The next question is, What problem are you solving? What issue are you addressing? Or what opportunity are you pursuing? How are you going to do that? And what help do you need to do that? The other question is, is there someone else already doing it? Because there may be an opportunity to join in on that or help expand that. And for those who are not interested in either owning a business or don't already own a business, but believe in the importance of serving um, by supporting those businesses. We have to remember that businesses exist within a broader ecosystem, within a broader village, where a market is where buyers and sellers meet. And we as community citizens, we need the services of product-based and service-based businesses to do what it is that we do. And they need us so that they can employ us. And remember, they're also citizens too. So just trying to keep that in mind, thinking of this thing as a whole, mm-hmm. um, trying to do it where it matters, trying to do it collaboratively and collectively, and taking care of ourselves in the process. Very good. <clears throat> Remind me of a of an African proverb I say one day is that you know if you want to go fast, go by yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> you want to go far, go together. That's even better. <laughs> so, this has been another episode of Optimism Now. I'm here with my uh, good brother, uh, Doctor. Not yet. Not yet. Soon to be. Soon to be, Doctor. We're going to claim it. All right? Uh, uh, Lomax R. Campbell. All right? Thank you for sharing with us. And uh, this is another episode of Optimism Now. Model tech.